Every day, for the duration of this current unpleasantness, Cood Street is spending 10 minutes or so with readers and book lovers from around the world, asking them what they're reading and what they'd recommend to anyone with a bit of unexpected time on their hands. Today, I'm spending 10 minutes or so with the Hugo and Nebula Award-winning author of The Murderbot Cycle, Martha Wells, who joins me from somewhere in America. Hello, Martha. Hi. How are you? Uh, Pretty good. Everything, can, all things considered, basically. <laughs> You're finding yourself able to to function, to to write, to work, to read, and all that in this kind of environment. It seems difficult. Uh, it is has been difficult. I haven't been getting much writing done. I'm I've kind of been trying to start another book, so I'm I'm having a little difficulty with that. Uh, I have been able to start reading. I know a lot of people have not even been able to read, so but I've been able to keep up with my reading, so that's helped a lot. What are you reading at the moment? Are you sort of diving into challenging books you've meant to read for years or or just back to sort of comfort reading? Or No, I've just been kind of continuing on. I like to read a lot of new fiction. I like to stay current with the genre and especially try to read uh, authors I haven't read before and debut authors in science fiction and fantasy. So I've been I've been still doing that. I've been I just finished uh, Echo in Amethyst by Sharon Shin, and she's been one of kind of perennial favorite authors and this is a new the the third book in a new fantasy trilogy that she's just had come out actually i guess it was last year i think it came out first in audible i've been recently i've read um finna by uh nino cipri mm-hmm. i think is, is his name uh that was really good it's a novella um set in kind of a big box sort of like ikea store sort of based on ikea with um uh a couple of people who work there falling into an alternate alternate dimension trying to rescue a customer. Um, I read Storm Song by C.L. Polk, which I really enjoyed. That's the, I think the sequel, I can't remember the name of the first book. It was the sequel to Witchmark. I was talking, I was mentioning it the other day and still couldn't remember the name of it. I don't know, my brain, my brain on pandemic, basically. Um, Jade War by Fonda Lee. Uh, that was the, um, it was the second book in that trilogy. That's a really, I always feel like that's a really interesting trilogy, uh, or, uh, the, the, only the first two books are out now. It's sort of, it's set in almost contemporary, maybe 1980s world. Um, but they have magic. They have, um, the jade that the, that this one, uh, island country has is, is, uh, gives people power when they use it and, and there's all this political ramifications of the other countries. But it's interesting to see that sort of fantasy set up in a 1980s time period, or I guess it's late 70s. They have, they have big cars and yeah. TV shows and, and everything. And it's really, it's really interesting to see that. I think that's, I don't remember seeing anything like that. I, you know, there's contemporary fantasy in our world, mm-hmm. but the secondary world fantasy that's actually that, at yeah. that techno- technological point is, I kind of think, kind of new. Also read uh, the Empress of Salt and Fortune. I think it's by Nevo. Yep. I think is how you say the name. Um, really, really excellent. That's a very that's a short novella, um, and it's really people called it like a um, it's an epic fantasy in small format, mm-hmm. um, which I read. It's it's an interesting way that they tell the story, so that um, you're getting this whole feel of an epic world, but just in this short in this in this short format. Um, oh, fault. The one thing I was going to recommend to people if they haven't started the series yet is the Rivers of London series by Ben Aronovich. Yeah, that that's one of my favorites. I just re- uh, finished reading a few uh, a 
a few months ago, I guess, when it came out, is False Value. And that's a long series and um, really rewarding. And I also feel like it, it rewards uh, rereading since he puts stuff. There's like little buried nuggets of things that aren't explained through the earlier books that then kind of hit later as you find out what that actually means and what's going on with that. So that's a really good series, and there's a lot of it. So it's always <laughs> nice at this time. Seven books or something, and then there's a couple of novellas yeah. that go along with it, and then there's some graphic novels that kind of uh, focus on a little bit on other characters and other side stories. Mm-hmm. So that's really good. Oh, and I, I read The City We Became by uh, Nora Jemison, which I absolutely loved. I've been looking forward to that one for a long time. Perfect. And um, a couple of things I'm looking, I'm not sure what I'm going to, Oh, what I'm reading now is the Gilded Wolves, okay. uh, which I think came out last year. Um, that was really interesting uh, because uh, it's, it's, it's our, it's a historical fantasy set our world, but with this different magical power that um, the different countries are fighting over the forging. And it's, very lush, very um, kind of a little bell epic time period. Mm-hmm. And I actually, uh, did a secondary world fantasy kind of based on that. Like that, I think the death of the necromancer, which is my third book. So I've always yeah. been really interested in that time period. Um, and I've been, so I'm reading that and I'm looking forward to, um, I got a downloaded null set by uh, SL Wang. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's the second book. Um, in this trilogy, really interesting trilogy, contemporary thriller, science fiction, basically about a woman whose superpower is math. So it allows her to uh, predict things and move in, in right the, in certain ways to um, anticipate what people are doing. Uh, it's really interesting. Um, I read the first one uh, not long after it came out, I guess. So I've been kind of um, waiting to catch up with this one. And also I'm looking forward to Kate Elliott's next book. Uh, unconquerable sun because that's that's the sort of alexander you know, alexander in space as space opera with other flipping and changing and things that sounded really interesting and it's got a really gorgeous cover too so let me ask you um if you were recommending book i mean you're recommending some books but would you sort of su- suggest for people now that comfort reading is the way to go or challenging reading I mean, uh what's what's your feeling I think it's whatever uh, works for you because um, comfort reading, I haven't really gone back and done rereading, which is the comfort reading for me. Um, I think it helps to kind of distract me more to read something new um, that I haven't, um, uh, I haven't read. I don't know. I'm not, you know, I don't know what's going to happen in it. Um, I know for some people it's the opposite. It's like it's in, and I have periods like that too, where you just want to read something where you know everything turns out okay in the end. And it's maybe been long enough that you haven't, uh, that long enough since you've read it that you don't remember all the details. Yeah. Um, so I think it's whatever works for you. Um, I actually might go back and read some older books. Um, I actually might start from the beginning of Rivers of London and, and go through the whole thing again. And then let me ask you as well, uh, what do you have at the world? Is there anything new coming from Martha Wells as if I don't know the answer to this? <laughs> <laughs> I've got actually two things probably coming out this year is the first is Network Effect, the novel, the Murderbot novel, which is a direct sequel to the four novellas. Uh, and it's going to come out pretty soon, um, less than a month, actually, on May 5th. Um, I also have a short story coming out from Uncanny Magazine oh, cool. at some point this year. 
uh, a fantasy short story called The Salt Witch. Um, yeah. And I'm not sure yet what issue that's going to be in. Sure. And I, I guess just so for, for, the, for the very few people listening to this podcast who have not actually read any of Murderbot, it sounds like they really need to start at the beginning and work their way forward before they pick up Network Effect. I think that would be for the best. Someone asked me the other day if it was, um, if you could just read, start with network effect. And I think you can, uh, but I think you would miss out on a lot. Um, there's, I think all systems read is really important for the introduction of murder bot, the main character, uh, artificial condition is really important for the introduction of the second main character, which is, a, a, a starship transport called art. Um, that's, that's also a main character in, um, uh, in network effect. And I think it would, if you liked the book and then wanted to go back, it would spoil the novellas for you. I think it would be better. And there's a lot of references to things that happen in the novellas. Okay. Um, and actually there was a really interesting review that, um, was just posted on, I think it's a quilt to live, mm-hmm. um, site where they were, they're talking about how they felt like, the four novellas and the, and the novel all formed kind of a network together and uh, that they were all pieces of the same puzzle. And so that reading them all, you know, in order was, was the best, was the best thing. So yeah. I know you were about to go out on tour for network effect, but it must at least be pleasant to be able to look back on how successful the series has been because I'm going to guess that as however, you know, warmly you felt about all systems read that it must have come as something as a surprise that it was embraced the way it was. Yeah, it really was a huge surprise. I did not, um, uh, it, I, when I was, I've told this before that I originally it was going to be a short story kind of with a sad ending. And then it kind of, I realized I didn't want like that and I wanted it to, it needed to be longer. So it ended up as a novella, um, when I wrote it, it was only going to be one, um, one novella and then, uh, tour.com asked for a second one sure. and then we ended up doing the other two. So I really had no idea it was going to be this popular appeal to this many people. So, um, that's, that's basically never happened to any of my, <laughs> before, so and well, it would take off so instantly. And I'll understand if you don't really want to answer this because it's sometimes nice to keep these things open-ended, but is Network Effect the the end of Murderbot or is there a, a way forward after that still? Uh, no, uh, it's not the end. I, there's going to be at least one more novella, I think. And then um, right now I'm kind of trying to decide what I'm going to do next, if I'm going to write another no- novel or not. It's it's certainly – it's it's the there's certainly more in that world yeah. I could work on. I'm not tired of that world yet. Um, I think there's a lot more I could do in it. Excellent. I think that news will make a lot of people happy. But in the meantime, I'd like to thank you very much for spending 10 minutes with us. I really appreciate you making the time. Oh, thank you. Thank you for uh, inviting me. I've enjoy- I enjoy talking to people now. <laughs> it's nice to see people. <laughs> okay. Thank you.